Do you routinely record or check back on how clients are referred to you? And if so, are you using that information to guide your marketing interventions? Well, in today's episode, I'm focusing on just that, creating a referral strategy to grow and scale your business. So stay tuned. Welcome to the Leverage Business Podcast, where we believe business success is about working smarter, not harder. Leveraging your time and expertise in ways that fit the digital age you and your clients live in today. I'm your host, Jay Allison, author of Leverage Consulting in the Digital Age and founder of the iSuccess Business Academy. And every episode, I'll be sharing insights into how you can apply the power of leverage to grow your consulting, coaching, or other expert services business and create true freedom and independent success with mindset, marketing, and money model breakthroughs. Because when you get leveraged, the sky's the limit. Let's go for it. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Leverage Business Podcast and another dose of leveraging superpowers that support your business's growth and scalability. Today, I'm sharing principles and practical tips for creating a referral strategy that you can use to work smarter, not harder with regard to using your clients and professional networks for lead generation. If you regularly get people introducing you to others, they think that you can help, then you have the makings of a great referral strategy to generate leads for your business. These prospects are typically more receptive, trusting and responsive than other new leads coming into your business. But even taking account of a small commission of finder's fee they aren't going to be costing you in terms of the marketing and advertising you do for your own lead generation. So it pays to pay attention. Do you routinely record or check back on how clients are referred to you? And if so, are you using that information to guide your marketing interventions? With a shift in digital marketing, it's so much easier to leverage customer relationship systems and marketing automation to track, manage and scale your referrals. As you're networking or doing your initial outreach and info interviews for market research, you'll undoubtedly come across people who aren't necessarily your target market, but who can become great referral sources for future leads. It's important to recognize the opportunity and cultivate these relationships by first understanding how you can add value to that person or company. When it comes to attracting high caliber referrals from current customers, businesses can get the competitive edge by utilizing a well-designed client referral program. But just having such a program in place is pointless if it's ineffective in producing enough referrals to help you reach your objectives. So let's dive into what a client referral strategy could do for your business and the kind of assets and technologies you can put in place to leverage it. In this episode, I'll address some of the questions my clients ask and listeners have submitted. In so doing, you'll get a good grasp, first of all, on what drives referrals, recommendations, and the creation of raving fans. It might seem obvious, but you'd be surprised. Then we're going to walk through some principles and practices of how to make your referral strategy successful, how to put the process in place, and some top tips to keep you on the straight and narrow. We're going to talk through what is a business referral? How does referral marketing work? Why focus on getting referrals? creating a strong referral network, architecting a simple client referral process, leveraging technology to support your referral strategy, how to develop 
a referral mindset and top tips to get more business referrals. So let's start with the questions. What is a business referral? Let's get clear on what we mean by that. A business referral is when a potential client suggests you or your company to someone in their network. It could occur naturally in the course of a discussion or as a consequence of a referral marketing plan. A referral strategy essentially means you lean on existing clients and contacts to get new ones. As long as you're giving the greatest service possible, the majority of people will be delighted to rave about you to their friends, to their family, to their business acquaintances, whatever is appropriate to the nature of your business. Since they know you and they trust the referrer, referrals tend to be much warmer prospects for your business. This is super important distinction for any leads that you may generate yourself from scratch. It's crucial to regard referral marketing as a business strategy and a very significant one at that, even though some individuals might feel a little bit awkward about asking for a review or a reference in case they come across as desperate. So next question, how does a referral marketing strategy work? A referral strategy operates as follows. First, you want to identify important people in your sphere of influence, existing customers, business contacts, even family friends or friends of friends. When you consider the six degrees of separation, that's the idea that all people are six or fewer social connections away from each other, you'll realize we know a lot more people or have access to a lot more people than we think. And we just don't have to rely on serendipity to tap into that wider chain of acquaintances. Secondly, when you nurture and invest in just those first, second, third degree connections, you want to be going above and beyond for them whenever you can. And remember, we're talking not only face-to-face in-person networking, but everything you do online, what you publish, share and comment on that adds value to people and gets you noticed. And a third thing that happens then is that they may recommend you to their clients, colleagues and friends. Point three may be simpler to state than to implement. So you have to be a little proactive, get your timing right, but it's okay to just ask. In fact, that's the title of the book of one of my acquaintances, Andy Lapata, who I've talked about before and who I interviewed as one of my first podcast guests. Check out episode three on leveraging professional relationships. Andy shared some really great insights and advice on how to go about this in the right ways. Next up is the question, why focus on getting referrals? Because it's the shortest path to getting clients. It really is. In fact, Bob Berg wrote a terrific book called Endless Referrals, which is well worth getting if you think that referrals are an untapped marketing strategy for your business. Most of the reasons for getting referrals are obvious. So I'll just rattle off a list of benefits here and we'll move on. Referrals are a means to have other people bring potential clients directly to you with no acquisition cost to create more sales in less time, to overcome your prospecting fears, to generate warm, qualified leads fast. Remember, just ask. Next up is related to this. How do you build a strong referral network? You want to be intentional about building professional relationships, yet you don't want all your networking to be about what you'll get out of it. The intention to leverage relationships you're already developing through your regular networking activity is a key thing of importance here. This struck me hard during my conversation for the podcast with Andy. 
When I first started my podcast two years ago now, as I said, Andy was the first ever guest I interviewed. I'd only known him a short while via a Facebook group about podcasting that we were in together, both looking to start a podcast. So we had each other's back. I approached him to come on my new show and to my delight, he said, yes, for sure. I had a sense he was super switched on and high in integrity, which I admire. And he's a speaker, whereas I'm not much into formal speaking. So I thought I'd learn a lot from interviewing him. It hadn't occurred to me at that time how valuable having his connections would be because I didn't just ask for that reason. My intention was to have someone I liked and trusted as my first guest. And Andy shared so graciously and openly and the topic was obviously very much on message with the uh, podcast theme of uh, leverage. So it was one of my very first episodes and one of the highest downloads to date. And, you know, I really think that you should listen to it because it's very much about professional networks and doing it the right way, as I said. So there's more to this just ask concept than meets the eye. I'll give you the link in the show notes for this episode and it will be in the article version as well. Although you can hope your networking conversations may result in a referral, if you're only out to see what you can get, it's a real turnoff for people. If it's someone you don't know already or don't know too well, go in curious to see if you share the same values. Because if you don't, it's likely you won't want clients from them anyhow. This brings me to another couple of questions that I'm often asked about asking for referrals. How should you ask for referrals and when? As a business owner, it's important to maintain relationships with your network. It's generally what we do anyway. Both those who might become clients and those who might be able to refer clients to you. Similar to attending network events, building time into your weekly schedule to reach out and stay in contact with your connections is important. What you want to do is identify three to four groups to sign up with online or offline or preferably a mix of both that you regularly show up to so people get to know, like and trust you. They're expecting you to be there. And next, produce a daily or weekly plan to follow up with X number of people in your network and look for ways to add value for them. What I mean by adding value is by sharing resources, sending them a referral or other useful and timely news. In so doing, you're creating a strong sense of trust between you. Right, now let's move into some practicalities. First of all, architecting a simple client referral process. What's involved? The referral experience needs to be a natural and simple process for your clients, right? But you can harness technology to support that process and ensure that you're taking consistent action and reviewing what's working. Referral marketing systems can help you do just that. If you're still a small firm or you're a solo trader, then automating uh, all of this may well be a bit overkill, but certainly keeping a spreadsheet for tracking what you're doing and taking note of how it's working is really important. The way businesses market online, particularly when it comes to word of mouth, has undergone a significant change. To assist marketers in tracking, managing and scaling activities throughout the company, Referral marketing automation is essential. You'll want to cultivate a consistent practice of networking and following up with leads. 
and look for ways to add value, as we said, to the members of your network through resources, referral exchanges or other means. Decide if you're going to provide referral fees or affiliate commissions for those who refer clients or customers to you and how to deliver those payments. Usually it's at the point of sale, not at the point of referral. And it's also important to have a way to follow up and say thank you for any new leads that are sent your way. In terms of what needs to happen, there are some initial high-level steps you'll need to work on. Number one, get super clear on your offer. I know it sounds obvious, but are you clear? If not, refer back to episodes 9, 16, 38 and 68. There's little point creating a referral strategy if you are not clear yourself how to articulate what you do, because then how can you expect others to? Use your existing clients to help you find that unique value proposition. There's some tips at the end of this episode to help you too. And related to this, particularly if you're in the B2B space, is to ensure your brand positioning and target audience for your core offer is clear and up to date on your website and LinkedIn profile. You want to be able to answer the question that your referrers ask you is, what would make a good introduction for you? What kind of client are you looking for? If you can't clearly answer that, then work on your ideal client avatar and your messaging first. The second high level step to take, number two, is use customer engagement to encourage referrals. Both B2C selling direct to clients and B2B businesses selling into organizations serve customers who want to engage and interact with their brands. In today's super connected arena, they form relationships that go beyond email or social media marketing. By giving your clients and customers the tools they need to promote your brand, service and experience, you're tapping into what people who like, know and trust you naturally want to do. They want to share. By incorporating this into your entire customer engagement methods, you can begin to harness the power of genuine word of mouth to bring in a constant flow of top-notch referrals and increase your sales. Your referral program helps to encourage your customers to recommend high-quality prospects but customer satisfaction ultimately has a stronger impact on the process. And number three, make it easy for people to refer you. Consider how busy your clients are before asking for referrals, since being overloaded may be a key reason why they even hired you. Rather than asking politely and hoping they'll do it, be proactive in your approach and do some of the heavy lifting for them. They're really going to thank you for it so that they're able to say yes when you ask. One way to make it easier for people to submit referrals for you is to create an easy to fill out template or include a link to a form on your website. If you're asking for a review, you can draft it out for them and ask them to edit it to suit their viewpoints or style. That way they're not starting from scratch, which is often why we procrastinate on things, right? Even if they're things that we want to do and are doing willingly. Experiment asking for referrals at different times and in different forms. For instance, rather than ask for names directly, you might ask them if they would write you a review or a testimonial or help you put together a case study from the work in a way that feels very collaborative. Make it part of the natural evaluation and reflection part of the project you're delivering for them. Those materials are all things you can share on your website and social channels and will boost the appeal of your brand. 
And just going back a step, it's quite common to ask for a referral at the end of a job, right? Especially if it's gone well. But don't do this at the same time as you push your invoice in front of them. That probably isn't the best time to ask because the client's thinking about the cost of you, not the value of you. They may just forward it onto accounts rather than read and see your request as well. Outline the referral fees or affiliate commissions you'll offer. Set this in writing per product or service if applicable. A fourth step in the process is to consider adding social sharing for greater impact. Have your clients spread the word about your referral program may seem a little strange, but it actually works. The advantages of having a social sharing option for your referral program are that once your customers start sharing it on their LinkedIn and other social media, they can attract the attention of their connections, friends and followers on those channels. If you have a referral program, what's the point of hiding it? It's also going to encourage the connections of your client to learn more about your business and eventually become paying customers. Given the significant reach social programs have, this method, if properly applied, can undoubtedly provide amazing results in the shape of a large number of recommendations coming your way in a short amount of time. And the fifth and slightly more considered step is number five, implement dedicated referral marketing automation software. Using a referral marketing software system allows you to automate much of the heavy lifting of the process that I've talked through. Manual referral management may be tedious and complicated for a lot of businesses. And so a referral software is the optimal solution in such a scenario. A referral software makes the referral management process easier by providing complete control across each of the steps involved. While you'll still need to identify your initial potential referrers to put them into the system, you can use it to set up reminders, email workflows and run reports to ensure you're executing your referral strategy consistently and efficiently. Since on the Leverage Business podcast here, I'm all about helping you work smarter, not harder. Let's dig a little deeper into leveraging technology to support referrals. You're possibly already familiar with customer relationship management systems, CRM systems, that help you record and track contacts so you can keep abreast of the status of a lead, a prospective client, and have it trigger you to take action following up. But there's also systems and tools that specifically support you to track joint venture partners or affiliates and pay out commissions and finders fees. I'm not going into the tech piece of those particular systems. Needless to say, you should think about what you'd need a system to do for you, specifically your business referral arrangements, and then research the tools that fit that specification best. Because it might be that your CRM actually can do most of the job for you already. You may need to compromise on one or two things, so make sure you're clear on what are absolutely essential and what are maybe nice-to-haves. A referral software running in sync with the program can work wonders for your brand when it comes to drawing new leads via referrals. Well-designed tools rely on the referral information registration and require little to no setup. When you have robust and dependable marketing technology in play, you'll really understand the power of referrals and what can be achieved for your business. In particular, I love the reports they can produce. They're amazing because they show you 
not only your top referring partners, you know, like a leaderboard kind of thing, but they also show you how much revenue is tied to those referrals. And it's cost you nothing in advertising or setting up crazy marketing funnels and paying lots of money to have people run them. With a little bit of process in place, referrals can be really, really cost efficient. But you have to put the list in. You have to think about who the people would be who would make great referrers for your business. Armed with this list, you can reach out to those contacts and make sure they have all the information they need to confidently continue recommending clients to you. Such information may include referral cards that list your contact information, direct phone numbers, direct links for dedicated schedulers, pass along pieces about specific programs or services. This direct communication can further solidify the relationship and establish you as a true partner in extending the client experience for their clients. The goal is to communicate that your referrer can provide a seamless transition for their clients, delivering a complementary or further level of service. With dedicated website links or tracking codes, not only can a referral system reveal which of your clients or partners are referring people to you, but it can also show you other referral sources and how they're performing. For instance, if you ran an ad in a local magazine or hosted a community outreach or a business awareness event, you can track them in the same way. A sound marketing tool can show exactly how many clients you acquired as a result of those initiatives. When costs are entered into the system, you start to appreciate the return on investment, the ROI, allowing your business to accurately determine or forecast key financial performance indicators like cost per acquisition, and you can compare strategies for whether to invest in a referral support or run a particular advertising or marketing outreach campaign. Everything is trackable. Once you decide that leveraging referrals is working for you, then referral marketing and management software combined can really ramp up your efforts. In fact, referral software serves as the perfect customer referral program that most brands are looking for to expand their customer base through quality referrals. The SaaS company, Software as a Service, ranked the leader for referral programs is PartnerStack. Look them up. They even help you easily track their program's impact and accordingly make changes to it if required. So let's talk through 10 top tips to get more business referrals. And then we'll wrap up with some final words. Here are some top recommendations and strategies to try out to assist you in creating a business referral strategy from current clients as you go forward with your referral plan. These tips are roughly divided into three categories. One, ways to remind your clients and contacts how amazing you are, subtly of course. So when they do talk about you or share something of yours, they know how to articulate your unique value. The second is ways to make it easy for them to do that creating shareable material. And three is about picking your timing. Let's quickly run through all 10. And then there's one additional tip that I'd like to share that's a bit more nuanced. So number one is regularly ask your customers to feedback on their experience working with you and specifically ask what they feel makes you unique. Number two, capture great things they say about you and the results they're getting and ask them to tell others who they feel could benefit. 
Number three, ask them what they would be comfortable sharing and see if you can find a place for their positive feedback on your website or social channels. Number four, develop a referral mindset, that of asking questions, giving and receiving, follow-up, initiating cross-promotions and turning sales calls into referrals. By this, I mean that point in a sales conversation where you acknowledge that they're not a fit or the timing's not right and you take the opportunity to say something like, okay, so it's not for you right now. Who do you know who would also be interested in having a conversation with me about this and would get a lot of value out of the call? Now, number five is let current clients know all about the goods and services you provide. Sounds obvious, right? But sometimes we forget because they're running a particular program or they're taking one of your services and you don't always think about the other things that you can do for them. Number six is make telling people about you a simple and quick task. That is, don't ask for too much all at once and just slip it into the conversation when it feels right. You know, it doesn't have to happen at a particular time if it's not um, appropriate. So number seven is produce material that can be easily forwarded to others. That's um, what we talked about before. Number eight is related to that is provide people with a variety of ways that they can share and advocate. And nine, choose the ideal moment to just ask for their support. Number 10, treat each client as a collaborative partner and find other providers who are complementary to you and suggest cross-referring. The additional option I wanted to mention is around offering an incentive. This can be monetary or a case of you scratch my back and I'll scratch yours. Kind of a favour exchange. I'm not a huge fan of incentivization in monetary terms because I think it runs the risk of some loss of integrity or authenticity. But some businesses do it quite well and are fine with it. At its extreme, you start entering a different territory altogether, more of an affiliate or commission arrangement. So that's what I got for you today, uh, creating a business referral strategy. And some of it is very straightforward and some of it you can go to town and create systems and processes and use technology and go the whole hog. So first work out that it's something that would suit your business and then decide whether or not to ramp things up. So just some final words and we'll wrap up this episode. For me, new customer acquisition is the soul of business expansion, right? If you want to grow and scale, you want to have your lead flow like coming in without as much effort as perhaps when you first set up in business. So it's actually a really big deal to shorten the time to acquire a new client by Usually you do that by refer by warming them up, by nurturing them. And if you can have that process already happen by being trusted from someone else that's referring you, it can just make it much, much faster. So given budgetary constraints, the question of how to acquire high quality leads and warm leads particularly remains a real area of marketing that my clients are keen to find answers to. So for me, creating a dedicated and intentional customer referral program is a really important strategy that uh, we incorporate into a lot of businesses um, who are working with me, particularly on the B2B side, because it overcomes a lot of the challenges businesses face to expand their customer base 
by other means. So referrals are always going to be a much faster and a much shorter customer journey than trying to do it from a cold start. So that's why this is important. I hope this is helpful to you. Please ask any questions. I would love to get into all of this. I think referrals strategies are very undervalued and underused. So it's definitely something that you want to think about. And when you implement it, you want to do it well. Creating an intentional process and dedicated customer referral program is the solution to that challenge businesses face in expanding their client base via referrals. If you have any questions on this, feel free to book a strategy call with me or send in an inquiry. You can do so at jlson.com forward slash contact me. Take care. Ciao, ciao for me. Thank you for listening to the Leverage Business Podcast. Want to create leverage in your business? Did this episode provide some insights and ideas to be thinking through? If so, subscribe so you get alerts when the next one's released. If you want to learn more or would like help and support with building a leveraged business that achieves true freedom for you, then head over to jallison.com forward slash podcast to find all the resources and links that go with this show on my website and to join our iSuccess community. And if you're enjoying our content, it would be great if you could pop into Apple Podcasts or the app you listen from and leave me a rating and review. Everyone makes a difference to improving our rankings. So thank you if you've done that already. I appreciate you. So, hey, that's it. Thank you for listening. I hope you've loved this episode and have some great takeaways to be thinking through. I wish you a pleasant, productive and profitable week. And I'll see you again next time for another episode of the Leverage Business Podcast.